I can accept here. Welcome to the Chronicle of New Eden. I'm Danzal, the co-CEO of Serene Advance, an alliance in Wormfall and Lothic. I'm also the co-host of the Canic Capsuleer Chronicle. It's a weekly show about Eve's news every Tuesday at 2015 Eastern Time Zone. In today's episode, we are going to delve into the gallery, culture and society. Join me as we explore the military tradition and uncover the mystery behind why, despite constituting only 10% of the population, the gallery are both fear and admire. Additionally, we'll take a closer look at their spirituality. While they may not be a believer in a higher power like the Hamal, the Calvary possesses an intriguing philosophy guided by a unique and fascinating spirituality. So we're gonna start that and please keep in mind that I'm doing the podcast to get better in English, so I'm sorry in advance. Culture and society. Why the Gallery State may not be nearly as big as the Galante Federation, let alone the Amo Empire, it is still universally feared and admired. With a strong economy and military might to match that of the larger empires, not to mention the fact that it is more unscrupulous than the Galante and more combative than the Amo. The state is in many ways the most formidable of all the empires. As most Qatari trade is conducted and blurred divider between corporation and nation state, it can be difficult for the other empires to deal with it at the political level. If a company is found guilty of unethical business dealings, it simply disappears into its parent corporation, and before long another one appears to take its place. If a caldery company is threatened, meanwhile the whole corporation and often the whole state will more often than not back it with full force. Military tradition. Military tradition is a core part of Caldari society and heritage. As a people, its citizens fought a long and bloody war to gain their independence, eventually surrendering their home planet to the Galante Federation in order to preserve their way of life. It was at this time that the corporations established themselves as the driving force behind creating and maintaining the Calvary state. Even though the Calvary have not engaged in all-out war for almost a century, they still strive to be at the cutting edge of military technology, and their vessels, weapons, and fighting methods are second to none. To curb the aggressive tendencies, Calvary citizens are encouraged to actively pursue a range of sporting activities, often sponsored by the state itself. Many of these are bloody competitions in the vein of gladiatorial combat, while others take the form of race and contest, 
whatever the sport, they love betting on the outcome, making gambling a massive industry in the state and a core pillar of Calgary society. Calnari Society. The state offers its citizens the best and the worst in living conditions. As long as you keep in line, do your part for the greater good, and obey corporate law, life can be fairly pleasant and productive. However, to those not cut out for this strict, disciplined regime, life quickly becomes intolerable. Individuals who cannot fit into the regimented framework of Caldari society often find themselves losing their respect, family, and social status with unsettling rapidity, being left with few options besides ritual suicide or exile. Although not xenophobic as such, the Caldari are very protective of their way of life and tolerate only those foreigners that stick to their rule. Given that makeup corporations define their citizens' identities, the difference between the deities and survivor can be observed in their social habits. And philosophical approaches to being culturally rather than more over ethnic makers. There is considerable academic debate over whether they can even be considered distinct ethnicities. Their characteristic social habits are a product of their upbringing and fight as a constituent heritage of the wider Calgary identity, but otherwise not regarded as an important aspect of the citizen's life. Those outside the state generally do not make a distinction between these social habits, instead considering them all to be an overall part of the Calgary culture. A view that Calgary are more than happy to encourage. Despite identifying as one collective Calgary unit, the DTS and survivor rarely intermarry. The corporate control marriage system segregates members of opposite genders. Same-sex marriage is neither recognized nor legal within Calgary borders. A frequent topic of controversy between the Calgary and the considerably more liberal Galante. This grouping is based on similarities in physical appearance, such as personality compatibility and socioeconomic standing. Maintaining consistency in physical appearance over the generation is seen as just one of the many necessities in the preservation of the history and tradition of the Calgary people. The integrated nature of New Eden's interstellar economy has seen many list Calgary space station become notably cosmopolitan, as has occurred across all four empires. Space trade hubs such as Gita 44 see travelers and cultures from across the cluster. However, these areas only make up a minute fraction of the state. On planets and elsewhere, the Calgary culture continues to dominate, though the Galante economy can control and influence established centuries ago, never truly left.
Kyantari spirituality. While the Kadari are essentially a cyclic culture, there is no shortage of myth contained within their cultural heritage. Stories and folklore dating back to the early days of the Ratha Empire can be found permeating every stratum of the society. And though the Kadari do not view their mythical symbols in an overly religious way, there is easily as much discern with them to be found in their countless fables as in all of the Amal scriptures put together. The spiritual traditions is considered a part of the Kaldari way and is sometimes specifically discussed under the name of Wais. Ever since the time of the Arata Empire, the Kaldari have found great purpose through their mythology and they are great lovers of aphorism and sentences poem. Though they certainly abhor a prosperity for rigid traditionalists, they have little use for organized religion or domestic screens. Such things seem to them a waste of time, energy, and resources. However, and no matter how much they themselves might deny it, there is a marked spiritual streak in the Kaldari soul, particularly among the Ashura. Kaldari spirituality could be more accurately be described as a system of thought or a philosophy than a religion, though many Kaldari would not even go that far. One term for it in Kaldari language is Kutuoto Miru, best translated as mind tool. Essentially a set of practical techniques meant to help an individual maximize his focus, equanimity and mental fortitude. The practice of Kutuoto Miru within the Kaldari way has extended from an ancient court to include numerous subdisciplines of mind and body, including martial forms. The foundation upon which practice of Kutuo Miru rests in the activity of piercing the will, essentially reaching beyond one's subjective interpretation of worldly phenomena and ideas to perceive the impassionate reality beneath it all. This exercise is said to remove extraneous clutter from the mind sharpening it for whatever task is at hand. It is also said to calm the waters of a competitive intellect rolling with oaths of power and victory, ensuring that the desire for glory so powerfully instilled in all the cavalry doesn't run away with the individual. In Kichuoto Miru practice, it is entirely possible, in fact rather common, for there to be no mention of any kind of deity and no inkling of any sort of worship. Indeed, as far as many corporate gallery can be said to worship anything, it is reality itself that they revere.
That was the last episode about the calorie state. I hope you like it and please follow me and hit the bell to be advised of my new episode. Through the saga of the calorie, we've heard a lot about the rivalry with the Galante, but to be honest, I don't really understand it yet. Where the Galante come from? They look like they live on the same planet, but why they didn't develop as one community? And why they are so different if they were on the same planet? I can't wait to talk about the Galante to really understand it. Next week, we're gonna start the saga about the Minmata Republic, the tribal community of warrior, poet, and artisan, fiercely proud and individualistic, all like any player of Eve, call them a tribal community, flying ship, with rust, and duct tape. I can't wait to understand why they are called like that. See you next week, Kedekin friends!